Welcome in everyone. It is episode 40 of the 1056 podcast, the Harrison Barnes episode, baby. Harrison Barnes. He played for the uh, world champion Golden State Warriors and is now on the Kings. And it was kind of funny because Shaq is a minority owner of the Kings and he doesn't know who Harrison Barnes was in an interview. And it was really awkward. So... Harrison Barnes episode, episode 40. <laughs> song is shout out to Shaq. Shout out to Shaq, dude. Shout out to all the pairs. That's a Rick Ross thing. And the general um, and Papa John's. Yeah, dude. Shaq, Shaq is involved in. Shaq is everywhere. He also uh, has the record for the highest single, uh, highest one-time purchase at Walmart. And I believe it was like $60,000. I believe that record. What's he yeah. buying? So... The story goes when he moved uh, to Phoenix, when he got signed by the Suns, he kind of moved on a short notice. So he like went into Walmart and he literally like came in with nothing into his apartment and bought just everything from Walmart. So like towels, sheets, like plates, food, clothes, like everything. And um, I think- That's the Papa John's money. Yeah, yeah, this is like pre-Papa John's. This is like eight years Dude, ago. That was, the, that was the Shaq Fu money. That Shaq Fu money. Oh, man. Yeah, that's Shaq right. Fu, man. Um, and yeah, Johnny Benson, uh, he says that Shaq is almost as tall as me. That's true, uh, relatively speaking. Um, I think he's like 7'2". I'm 6'6". Six, six. Basically. So he's, almost, he's almost at your level. He's almost at my level, dude. Um, yeah, so I believe the CEO of Walmart like called him after he made the purchase and his bank like called him obviously he was like hey you're about to spend sixty thousand dollars at walmart jack's like fucking i know dude I'm goddamn shack you think it was by accident <laughs> no. hey shout out to shack if shack wants to be on our podcast uh we'd be more than happy no 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 we don't solicit shack shack comes to us saying hey man we want to be on. i'm just opening the door dude i'm not saying he's got to come through the door no just you got it up you have to neg him through the floor and then build him back up. What do you What do you think he drinks? Uh, Gin and juice. That's Snoop Dogg, dude. Dude, doesn't mean he can't enjoy it. That's true. Uh, he, no, Snoop Dogg he, doesn't own the drink. He, he has the seal of the song. It's the same thing. Doesn't mean he owns it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, fucking, oh, yeah, no. He, you know what he does? He drinks a water bottle, but his hands are so large, it looks like a child-sized water bottle. Um, there's a, there's a pretty funny meme of, uh, Indiana Pacers center Roy Hibbert, like three years ago in like a timeout, he was exhausted and he was like drinking a normal size Gatorade and it looked like a child size. He drank it like in three seconds, people timed it and it got memed uh, into the center of the earth and it was pretty hysterical. So I don't know why I'm on such an NBA kick. I mean, I know we just talked about Harrison Barnes, but I mean, still, I fucking, here we go. We're now a beer podcast and now we're also a NBA podcast. We're fucked if that's the truth because I know nothing. Dude, the bubble sucks. I mean, it's good for the players. I don't know. I, I'm for it. I wish baseball would do it. No, baseball, that's too many things that have to go right. It, no, it's it, just... would, it, it would be so much better so people aren't going off to casinos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cardinals and Marlins are dumb as shit. They're, they're children. They're all children. It's so funny, man. I love it so much just to see just people just turn a blind eye to like a, a once in Common a lifetime. 
like yeah <laughs> a once in a lifetime like pandemic and that's it hey man now you're fucking tossed so what are you gonna do um but yeah i mean it would have been cool i watched some of the highlights i don't watch the baseball live so i don't i don't know it's, it's fucking weird i just hope that football is still the same i just need my red zone man it's not gonna be it's not gonna be no it is just it's not and and baseball's fine i mean it's they have the hum right we talked about this before they have the mm-hmm. sound effects of a crowd that they take from mlb the show the game mm-hmm. and that actually does wonders yeah no it helps it does wonders for like the silence like they just have that hum you don't even have to have like the crowd cheering button which they do if something happens but um if they just having that hum in the background, it just, it's fine. Like you, you actually stop paying attention to the fact that there aren't any people at the stadium. Like you just oh get yeah. And you just watch the game. Sometimes my, see the bubble. Could you imagine that? Feel the dreams type of shit. Oh, Everyone goes cool. to a farm, shut it down, bring everything you need, build some buildings, like some makeshift, like, like the Olympics do just like really easy buildings. Yeah. Give them some enter- entertainment. That's all boxed into this space. They can all, like in basketball, they can all go to each other's games if they're not playing. Uh, they can have a practice field, work on their shit. Yeah, that's uh, what the NBA no did. Tested. Nobody, that's what I'm saying. But like, instead of the NBA, like a series of stadiums and for baseball, be like a, the field of dreams type thing, like on a farm. Oh, like a farm, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah and, and you take that land and you like rent it out. You pay the people who own it like really well. And, <laughs> and, you, and you take good care of it. And yeah. you have a bunch of state, a bunch of fields, right? Mm-hmm. You get promoters to just help build like a like Olympic town or whatever they call it, right? Like for Olympic the Olympics, Village. like when they build the the Olympic Village type of thing, but just for baseball. You want to know another Instead funny having them traveling around the country. <laughs> you want to know another funny sports um, bubble thing is that some rookie from the Seahawks got cut because he tried to sneak a girl into the facility and dress the woman up in like Seahawks gear to like disguise her as a player and got caught. He was just trying to get that whap, yo. Dude, don't get me started. <laughs> I, it took me a week to figure out what whap was. And then I was like, ah, oh, it's Cardi B and Megan Lee Stallion, man. Don't they oh no, they song? do. Oh, they say it a lot. I didn't hear the song, and I was just like, oh, what's the song mean? Um, so I didn't hear it for a while. Um, not the biggest Cardi B fan. <clears throat> no disrespect. Um, but, I, you know, I don't, I don't hate Megan Thee Stallion. So I was like, what does WAP mean? And I thought the actual meaning was like a meme, and people were just like memeing it. And I was like, oh, there's no way that WAP stands for that. Sure enough, they say it like 12 times. So long nails about like, like really long nails freak yeah. me out because yep. I feel like yep, when yep. you have nails that long yeah. and you get stuff underneath the nails, right. It's and gross. Then you have to like clean it like a spoon. Oh, dude, it's fucking gross, dude. This is a beer podcast. <laughs> this isn't a WAP podcast. You fucking dork. Yeah. All what right, a weird we'll time. About beer stuff. No, no, time, the we'll we'll beer stuff. no, no. One last thing. Uh, about, the be- the best part was Ben Shapiro. on the bottom about. of a trash can. <laughs> Don't you do that. We're not talking about <laughs> the shit that oh, that goes at the bottom of a trash can, okay? No one knows what that was referring to, but it's like at the end of a party when you clear all the beer, the liquid that's at the bottom. In the trash freak, bag. Freaks me the hell out. And it's we watched just a, a video of someone drink that. It's just a very inner circle thing. 
<laughs> and uh, it's gross. Uh, Tony says, am I in the wrong room? You are not, man, okay? This is quarantine post-hurricane brain, okay? We started going from sports to WAP, and we're trying to bring it back to beer, man. Sometimes you got to zig when people want you to zag, my friend. Hey, we're not going to talk about beer for a second because we have about five people in our Instagram, and it's counting. So I just want to say it. I'm going to say it first. Hundred. What? Go I'm going to say it first. Shout out to my co-host. He did it. Oh. He, put a, he, put, he put a ring on it. My boy Tyler here just got engaged. Thank you. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I did it. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. I am officially engaged. My longtime girlfriend proposed. Uh, longtime girlfriend and, and, and guest of the show on a past and episode. recurring guest, as they say. Uh, yeah, Mar, that's who. Friend, um, friend of the show. Friend of the, friend of the program. Yeah, I did it, and uh, I put the ring around my cat's collar, and it worked. Yeah, out. why don't you tell the whole story? Tell the whole. Everybody loves it. Yeah, everyone's saying my friend's saying about time. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so I'm gonna try and back it yeah, up. You're from, right, Bob. You're right. Yeah, shut up, Bob. We get it. Okay, <laughs> he he's he was the first one in our friend group to get married like 18 years ago, and we're the same age. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the way that it started. Shout out to everyone. Shout out to Tom M. Um, so we're talking last weekend. So I don't know when this is coming out. Probably like the week of the 17th, Monday. So the previous weekend, like August 8th, that's when I actually proposed. Um, I had gotten the ring on Thursday the 6th. And my plan was to propose to her the weekend of where we're recording. Um, and Tom M, hold on. I need, to well, I need to well actually him. We actually did promote it yesterday. Um, you're fired. Boom. Anyway, um, um, you hold on. He's telling the story of how he asked his girlfriend. No, I no, 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 no. It's fine. Okay. He said, he said that we didn't promote it, which if you watched our, uh, uh, Instagram story, we did go back, come out of this live feed. Now go into our story, look at it and then come back and then say, sorry. Don't anyway, go off on a tangent. That's it. That's it. I'm done. That's it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, uh, I got the ring and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Not the, the weekend that I got it, but the following weekend. And then I was like sitting around. I was talking to my fiance's like parents just saying, hey, I got the ring. We're showing them all this great stuff. Uh, and then she's like, it would kind of be funny. Like my fiance's mom was like, oh, it'd be funny if you put her on um, my cat's collar and like, you know, just had her walk up to um, Mar. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That's not a bad idea, but I kind of like brushed it off. I was like, ah, it's played out, yada, yada, yada. I was going to, you know, set up something nice in my backyard and do it that way. So as like, that was Thursday, then like Friday the day before I proposed, I was like sitting around nervous as hell because like I had the ring, didn't know how I was going to ask. I was like nervous to ask. There was like so much shit going on. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I might just do it tomorrow. And that idea of putting it around her collar was like, became like a stronger idea. And then I woke up at like 7.30 in the morning on Saturday, just like jumped up. And I was like, there's like a 50-50 chance I might do it today. So my girlfriend like makes bread as like a hobby and she was up to like one in the morning making it. So I knew she was going to be sleeping in late. So like I came down here, like where I'm sitting right now, it's like my desk every there. I was like pacing around. I was like, what the hell do I do? Like, do I do it? Do I not? can't be a little bitch about it. I have to actually commit to it and obviously do it. So I sat here, I took like 10 minutes and I was like, okay, I'm doing it. So I called my mom. I'm like, Hey mom, I'm doing it. Called her parents. Hey, I'm doing it. And then I was just like, grab my cat, 
put the ring on. Like, luckily it fit. Did zero prep work on this, mind you. Like, I did zero prep work. So, like, it had to be right. If the ring didn't fit on the collar, didn't know what I was going to do. Luckily it fit. So, I'm, like, watching her the entire time. Because she doesn't, like, lick it or eat it or bite it. If something happens to it, it's like, I mean, <laughs> That would be awesome. So, yeah, it would have been fucking sweet. So... I'm like watching her. Then it's like, you know, that was eight o'clock. Then it turns to nine o'clock. And then (laughs) Tom M says, I never do my homework. It's true. That's how I do, baby. That's rock and roll. So it's like nine o'clock an hour later. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back into the bedroom, picking up my cat. I'm going to put her on the bed. She always will go right to my girlfriend and like lick her face like a dog. It's very funny and interesting. Don't know why. So put her on the bed she's, you know, going around. I get back into bed and just like chilling on my phone, very, very nervous and just like preparing myself. So she goes to lick her face hundred times out of a hundred. My girlfriend will wake up all the, my fiance will wake up. Um, she goes to lick my cat goes to lick her face. Doesn't wake up just is out. And I was like, great. So I was just on my phone, just like waiting finally at like nine 30, a half hour, the longest half hour of my life. She finally like rolls over and starts to like wake up. And luckily my cat is like right next to my fiance. So I was like, hey, do you mind like taking a look at the cat? There's just like not a fur right by her collar. It's, we'd had, we just had to cut a big one out last week. Can you just take a look? She's like, no, I'm just waking up. Can you just like take care of it? And I was like, no, I really need you to look at it. Really do. She's like, all right. She's, so she's starting to open her eyes. She's like, can you, you know, let me feel it. So she does, she's not seeing it yet. So at this point, I'm going to like look through my long hair cat's collar for the ring, which for like 0.25 seconds couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, it's lost. I'm dead. Like I'm going to die. Gone. But I found it. I brought it to the front. And so I'm like, so right now my, my fiance does not see anything. She's not looking up. My ring's here. She's like, holding she's like trying to like touch it she's like i don't i don't feel it. i just feel your hand and i was like no can you just open your eyes like turn around and do it she's like fine open her up i was like will you marry me and she was like what i was like you burnt i said, I said <laughs> well, <will> <laughs> uh yeah so she was shocked and i was just like oh fuck i just did it um i immediately was just like i could shit my pants i could easily like shit my pants you should have um, done power move i like it's 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 a very like it's this is gonna sound super cliche but like you're you you always hear about it you watch it in movies or you you see videos of it and all that <laughs> she said yes for those at home because oh never said, yeah she, she said <laughs> she said yes sorry yeah i figured the fact that she said my fiance would kind of write that part of the story oh off. but like what's the response she said yes she said yes there you go um so (laughs) so like you like actually say the words and i'm just like what like it's it's weird like never mind i take it back (laughs) uh, like it's weird in like the most happy excited like nervous way possible it's just like i'm actually asking this and i'm not like saying it happen like you're not just saying it out of just saying it like you're you're meaning it and i was like holy shit like all this preparation like ordering the ring like going through the process of that like asking her dad's permission like just taking all of these little steps sorry my video paused there um it 
it was like the weirdest like it all like came to a head in this like micro moment that like obviously i'm never gonna forget but like it, it was just like holy shit um so yeah that was it and then called everyone had a like bottle of champagne we split a bottle of champagne then we went to costco and then we went out to dinner that night had another bottle of champagne and then the next day was my dad's birthday so boom there you go it was just celebrating just all weekend so uh usually i have like a drink while i'm doing this live show and i'm just like not i took a couple days off to like sort of detox a little bit and uh, tom what the hell is going on in the chat here Dude, they're, the just, they're just they're just they're living their life shout down out there. to also shout out to ct beer uh, go to ct real beer. quick i'm just gonna say if you want to know what's going on in our chat and you're only listening to a podcast join us on our instagram 1056 p-o-d-c-a-s-t that oh is correct um so yeah my heart just dropped by the way because i thought we weren't recording but it automatically records now because one time i forgot to record a whole episode baby <laughs> I, I i check every time i would have told yeah you. i know well that's um, very exciting tyler so now you now you've been saying the phrase my fiance how does that feel coming out weird of weird as shit i've only said it like maybe 20 times now at this point because I don't, I don't address my fiance as fiance um so like i still like will uh, i i slip and say my girlfriend i've been saying that for eight and a half years so it's like tough to like correct that um I know Tony asked, because I said, okay, I did this, now I'm going to have a beer. So I actually like had a little bit of beer from my keg, um, just to make sure it was like still good, which is not seven and a half months old. Was it a stout? Uh, so that night, I forgot to take a picture and post it, but I cracked one of my um, bourbon counties, my 2019 bourbon counties, because um, I bought two. Well, yeah, I bought two. I bought one and had it, and then I aged this one for like six months. I was like, listen, I, I'm trying to save these for like special occasions. So I have one more 2019 left. So I cracked a 2019 and uh, yeah, it was sick. I mean, it was awesome. I loved it, man. I was like, if there's any time I'm going to like, it was, I, I have a pretty limited beer supply. As you can imagine, I bought an engagement ring. Um, they are not cheap. So I've been like kind of holding back on buying like cases of beer. Uh, although I just almost bought a case from Treehouse because fucking green is in 12 ounce bottles. And I was like, this is different. Fucking give me a case. Like, I, <laughs> um, yes, Tom, I will save one of the bourbon counties for you, uh, as well for we drink. So that's, that's see that, you know what, this yeah. beer podcast is about craft beer in the Connecticut world, but it's also about our lives, Tyler. It and I just want to congratulate you because hell, We'll still be doing this and you'll be a married man. Maybe we'll still be doing this and there'll be a little Tyler running around. Who knows? Dude, maybe once we hit 10,000 followers, I'm just becoming a complete fucking diva and I'm just going to go off the deep end and I hope do, you a, do. do go behind the music style and just see what went wrong. That's, that is on the game plan, okay? Or went right because it's all part of a ploy when you make your comeback. See, you know me too well, my friend. That's how it all works out. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you're listening, I guess watching live and listening, who knows? Um, we are doing a brief episode. As you know, when we do interviews with people, we don't do a live show. Why? I don't know. But uh, if you didn't hear our last episode with Nala's Kitchen with Chef Beck and Vanessa, it was an awesome episode. It I'm was not- bananas. We had, there's so many good stories about their past professional experience. Mm-hmm. We learned so much about food and beer pairings. 
we had we had some of the most delicious foods I had in a long time from oh, a, yeah. from a restaurant or food service, however you want to describe them. And they were a, a brilliant guest. Yeah. Wonderful. Day. Yeah, I, I they they like right from the start, like knew like they they brought, brought the energy. It. Yeah, they, they brought it. And that's important. I said this in the beginning of the episode. If anyone either new or recurring comes on the show, that and you you're like, I don't know what kind of energy, listen to that episode. Listen Bring to five it minutes. All. Listen to five minutes of it. I'm not gonna tell you to listen to like all hour forty five of it, because that's a lot to ask. And that's very like selfish of me to take an hour forty five in your day. But listen to like right. ten minutes of it. If you can match that intensity, it's gonna be a good interview. And if it's not, it it might. We're professionals, so we can make it work. I'm just saying, but throw us a bone here, man. Okay? <laughs> okay? No, they brought the energy, and it was really great to just learn about uh, their, the way that they do their service, which is very unique. So go check out that episode. It's the yeah. last one. And gonna, you know, we uh, bury the lead a little bit. We have some really fun, exciting opportunities coming up. Dude, we got some real good ones. Uh, also, Tom, uh, he said um, that – they were very excited, correct, and it was very different. Um, that is something that we were striving to do, and I think we accomplished that 100%. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty wild. But, yeah, so yeah, burying the lead, yeah, there is a lot going on in the next couple weeks. We actually just had, like, a loose confirm on an upcoming interview that is going to be massive, um, something that we – I personally reached out to – like three months ago, shot in the dark. I was like, maybe this will work because I would say they're pretty big in the beer community, um, pretty large. And um, I reached back out today, like today. And uh, he was like, yeah, love to be on. So we're like coordinating that. Can't tell you about that. We're coordinating another thing that we actually can't tell you about. Legally can't tell you about. Not even joking, not being hyperbolic, hyperbolic, whatever, not a hyperbole can't so but what we can do is i'm gonna ask this we have plans for other brewery visits and yes. beer reviews but you know i want to give us just give it out to the people too people if, it, if there's a specific brewery that you know we haven't covered mm. or you think we haven't covered and you want us to go check out let's do it let us know yeah so uh like i meant to say this initially if you're watching us live and not listening to the podcast um we are going to be reviewing new asylum from newtown we did reverie we did new asylum in the same day so that's how you that's how we're doing that good stuff my friend you got a compliment by our friend bob about your french stash yeah dude He's i been actually doing that for about three months now dude this is since quarantine started actually i'm very proud of myself oh. no i was gonna shave oh. it i was gonna shave it yesterday and i was like no I wanted to grow it out specifically for the live show. So Bobby just feeding right into that pocket. You're, you tell the people at home, you didn't have that on your face when you proposed. Did I? Um, I don't know. I think I, well, clearly mm, you didn't because she said yes. That's disgusting. Okay. That's oh. inappropriate. That's inappropriate. Inappropriate. Joffrey, you arse. Um, so yeah, we you know how she feels about it. <laughs> you ding dong. So anyway, going back to Jeff's point, you you you, ner- you idiot. Okay, that's all I got. You're stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're doing New Asylum today. This episode, and we're planning on doing Dockside in the next coming weeks. I don't know when, but soon. Um, so that might be the next brewery that we do. Um, maybe Aspatuck. 
because those are close and we like haven't addressed them, even though they both make very good beer and they're both pretty well known. Um, so let us know if there's anything in particular that you want, regardless of where it is in the state, we have to review it. That's the rule. Even if it takes us 10 years, which it's going to at this rate. Um, let well, us we know. were slowed down. You and I were both had talked, like we were ready to go for this year to make a big push oh, for yeah. brewery visits. And it's yeah. just become a little bit more difficult nowadays. That's all. Yeah. And um, it's it really did suck because that was our goal. It's like, okay, we need to like go to like two a week, like two, three, four a day, or like, you know, try to do one of those days. And then obviously COVID hit. So you take like March to really like June out of the March, like May out of the equation, boom, there's like three months right there. So um, it sucks. And then trying to get the steam, like just trying to get the momentum going again, you know, it, it, it's definitely tough. Is it an excuse? Maybe take that as you want, but <clears throat> losing my damn voice. But uh, okay, because we're gonna wrap this up in a second. That, that is correct, dude. You just read in my mind here. But yeah, we're really excited. I think the end of the summer is going to be amazing for ten fifty six, and I say that every episode because you need to talk it into existence. Manifest, talk it to existence. Manifest your destiny, and it will come true. Now this is a self motivation podcast. Boom. We can wow. pivot. We can pivot anywhere, man. We can pivot wow. anywhere. You want to talk about Big Brother, dude? Um, we can talk about Big Brother. It's back, baby. Shout out to Juan, my boy Juan. We were talking about Big Brother. All Stars is back. I'm pumped about it. Okay, I'm pumped. Shout out to Tyler. So stay oh, tuned Tyler for works. the stay tuned for the Big Brother after show. The 1056 <laughs> Big Brother after show. Yeah, I need to have Juan on. Uh, we do you want a thing? Do, where do we you want to have a money. second show? Maybe, dude. Maybe we can do have a, a spin off. Second, a second podcast. Um channel just on big brother yeah we'll join yeah, the, the 1056 podcast presents um we're watching we're watching big brother or big yeah. brother is watching or something like that oh a little 19 1056 1984 kind of deal little yeah, 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 num- yeah. number soup if you will yeah 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 we'll spitball that it's a lot of work to just keep up one podcast let alone do two so god god only knows but i need to have one on when you talk god big brother and yeah, I think that's kind of it. So we are going to wrap up this live show here. As always, we appreciate you guys coming on in. Should have put it in the front, but we didn't. If you want to watch these live videos, live shows with us, and you're listening to this now in the future, uh, follow us on Instagram, 1056podcast. 1056 podcast on Instagram. That's it. Only social media that we're doing. So watch us there and look for this episode coming out next week tom m says bye from no worries hopefully you have no worries you're staying safe you have power fuck ever source he's got a class action lawsuit hope they get sued into the earth man yeah i have you i don't know i just i was trying to bandwagon there but yeah fucking sucks i hope people have power (laughs) anyway peace everyone be well bye and we're back what do you mean we can't bang anymore no i said let's bang it out dude Let's bang this man meat out. That's what I say. Very different. Okay. You need to understand that. I get it Uh, now. We're back. We went from being a sports podcast to talking about WAP to talking about beer. Hey, look at that. A a beer podcast. So how about them apples? How about that? So, yep. If you're reading the title and you didn't watch the live show, shame on you, but you do know you could have been there. You could have been there for us. Could have been there. I'm not. Could have been there for us in our time of need. 
I, we, I, blah, 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 blah. I stumbled over my words. You missed out the story about me telling about how I proposed to my fiance, even though you can hear it anywhere you want once this is uploaded. So I had to be there. Now you feel alive. It's not the same. It's not the same after the fact. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, dude. I'm fine. What a year it's been, dude. No, what they missed is that in our live chat, Shaquille O'Neal showed up oh, in our chat. Did. And That's, he okay, was yeah. he was he was running the show. It was yeah. hilarious. There was fun times being had the entire mm-hmm. time. And if you were, you just had to be there. He said, "Do you smell what the Rock is cooking?" Weirdly enough, he he took the Rock saying. And you know what he said? "Do you smell what the Rock is cooking?" And we all said, "Uh, no." And he goes, "Because he's cooking Papa John's." And then boom, it, it turned into a Papa, Papa John's. John. It's the Shaq size pizza with the most pepperoni. It's like, damn it, Shaq, we get it. You own the world right now, okay? God. He's worth like $3 billion secretly. He can literally hold the whole planet in his hand. I mean, pretty much. Probably. <laughs> anyway, this is a Connecticut beer podcast, Jeffrey. Why, though? Okay? Is it anymore? I feel like we've delineated so far from it. We started as a podcast that talked about anything, and then when we try to do Connecticut beer, <laughs> we, we talk back about to that. <laughs> <laughs> we just default back to what it first was. I'm never deleting those episodes. I don't, no one's ever brought it up, but I'm never going to delete those. I want people to see our progress. Why would delete them? We didn't do anything wrong. Just really ashamed of them. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Just horrible mistakes, but it's Just fine. Really bad mistake. Uh, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere, which is why I keep them. When we're rich and famous one day off of this, he said, very pipe dreamishly, uh, I'll keep them up. Keep them up. I, uh, so yeah, anyway, Connecticut beer. Dude, we're here. And we Can- drink it technically sometimes when sometimes. I'm not buying an engagement ring and spending all my hard-earned money on the most important piece of jewelry that I'll have to buy, which is worth it. But the beer fridge has been a little bit empty. But also, uh, we were talking about this pre-show, kind of in like a pre-show meeting, if you will. Um, I feel like it's like this weird sort of transition phase from the summer beers to like the Oktoberfest pumpkin beers or whatever. It's sure slowly becoming that. So there haven't been any like ground shaking releases. The biggest thing to know was like Tribus's two years, two year anniversary. I know I think Little House also hit two years, but uh Tribus came out with two their anniversary beer that they make. They came out with one on their one year anniversary and right. three is going to be called Gorgoroth's Tears. Boom. Okay. Curveball there. Didn't see that one coming now, did you? Whose tears? Gorgoroth's tears, dude. You know Gorgoroth, the heavy metal, doom metal band um, out of Sweden? Oh, dude, it's black metal. Honestly, it was a shot in the dark. If I guessed right, it would have sounded really cool. Norwegian black metal, yeah, dude. Named after a realm of Mordor. Yeah, Lord but it would really cool if I got it right. Anyway, um, so that, like, that was the big thing. But you and I were talking, like, there's nothing... Obviously, there's great beer. I'm not, like, downplaying the fact that Connecticut has started to, like, bring the heat as far as, like, beers in New England and the rest of the country. Um, I feel like in early on, there was a lot of releases, like, from, like, Two Roads that they were doing, which I picked up a bunch from. I picked up a bunch from, like, Armada. Um, picked up a bunch from, like, a few places of all the labels here. Um And it's either just me slowing down uh, or I think a lot of companies are getting ready for like porters and stouts and they're they're starting to do that alvarium re-released cluster nutter which i wish i grabbed but i was like ah, screw it i'm 
okay. I'm, I'll get it the next time around. I love that beer. It's one of the it's like one of the first labels I put on my desk. Sure. Um, absolutely love Cluster Nutter, and I never got to try King Cluster. I'm a little pissed, but um, yeah. And then oh, speaking of like beer with like weird adjuncts in it, I didn't get the French's beer. I you didn't do a, it. I set a reminder to get it at 8 a.m. when it came out. And then it was like 2 p.m. and I had forgotten and I was like, let me go online and check and it was sold out. But I was 100% right. Check the tape. What people described how it tasted is exactly how I'd imagine. It was a tropical wheat beer. So it's going to be fruity and all that and a hint of like that little vinegary of the mustard. Boom. I called it. You did call it. You did call it. It's on the record, folks. It's recorded on the past episode of the podcast. Please go check them out. Like, that's why I wasn't too, like, we, everyone's like, oh, um, a beer with mustard in it. I'm never going to, I'm never going to drink That's not what it that. is, though. They don't, like, make a, a beer and then just squirt mustard in it and stir it with a spoon. Well, no, they put a shit ton of mustard in it. But still, like, it's going to boil out. Did you like my, people who are listening, you can't see what I was doing. But I was doing my impression, just giving myself a concussion by just shaking my head back and forth. Like, mustard in a, in a beer, whoa. Like, That's what I imagine the people on the CT Beer Drinkers Facebook page look like when they speak. Oh, dude, I think I'm calling them out hard today. Yeah, we need to always have at least one ricochet shot to the beer drinkers. There oh, wasn't... no, I, already, I was already going through their page just to see if there's any goodies we could have talked there about. There really wasn't. And I'm waiting... No, but how about August 1st? They have a post that says, no trading, selling, or offers to mule beer allowed. Yeah, you, you will can't... get one warning, tra- caught trying again, you will be removed. Yeah, no. Because you can't sell. It's like you, you can't do that. One person says, I get the selling or muling, but why not trading? I think it's a great way for people to try beer they could not get. Just a thought. And they got axed. Now, it's been relatively quiet. Um, the biggest thing that came from- They called them a Nazi. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not real. Disavowed Nazism, okay? We're an anti-Nazi podcast. Put it on the air. Um, <laughs> we have to say that now? Have to say it. Have I can't just it. say I'm Jewish and then no. we're automatically nope. covered. Well, you know what? There's a lot of different sects of people. S-E-C-S-E-C-T-S. Sects of people out in this world. You never know. Um, yeah, the biggest thing um, was Rare Fog Day. Uh, I'm going to be attending that with my fiance, Amar. Uh, so yes. I'm going to report back on that. Looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, Rare Fog. I think I talked about it the last episode. But the whole CT beer drinkers like melted. It was cool like the first five times. And then like people would start like memeing themselves being like, oh, it was like the after the 20th post, people were like, hey, has anyone tried this beer? It's a new beer. And it's like, okay, we get it, dude. You fucking took a picture of Rare Fog and you saw everyone else take a picture of it. And you're like, this is the most amazing beer ever. And then people were like, no, this beer sucks. You guys should give me all the beer. Oh, like there's always dude, there's dude, always those two representations of the of what people talk about in the CT beer drinkers or wherever. <laughs> it's so accurate. It hurts my head. Calling dude. you out there, folks. It's not Barbie. like one person. It's just like the group of people. And like honestly, like for the most part, like I learn a lot about different kind of beers that are out there from different breweries. A lot of breweries themselves are in Connecticut beer drinkers, so like they'll like announce when certain beers are being released. So it's a good place of information. Just had a like. No, Tyler, we're waging a war. Let me finish. We're just clarifying all the little points that are really funny, and 
there's going to be one day that one of the admins might reach out and be like, Hey man, either thanks or fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Going for, I'm going for the fuck off. That's what I want. Yeah. Overall, like the group was a, is a really good idea. Uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, it's great. I actually love the page. I want them to tell me to fuck off. It's really funny just to see some of the people just either overshare or make the rare, make the joke like rare fog. When any- Are we allowed to post our podcast link on their page? Yeah, I think Tom M did um, for his interview. Oh, Tom. You were tagging it. I tagged you in it. And you like, you know. I don't remember, dude. I was drunk. <laughs> like you were, you were, I tagged you in it. Um, I don't remember these things. I try not to, um, like only because like it is a beer drinkers thing and like, it doesn't either get doesn't get traction or it's just like talk, I don't know I don't know I don't know maybe I'll throw it in there. And, Can and we just, do an episode about like just it's an exclusive episode about CT beer drinkers and then title it something else and then post it on. No, like check way. it out. We have an exclusive interview with uh with with Amheiser Bush. Yeah, Mr. Bush. I don't know, dude. I'm just making stuff up. Not a bad idea. I think we can build Where'd you up. go? It's just frozen. I hope we didn't lose anything. Uh, no, it's still recording. Uh-oh. So if you're still in there and you can hear me and you can't hear him. I hear bo- Oh, there we're here. There we're we back. We're back. It's quarantine time, man. Zoom. Zoom time. Dude, um, all I'm saying is like, I just, trolling them is not the worst thing we could do. No, definitely not. No, absolutely not. Um, it's just very funny. That's all. <laughs> um so let's get to it let's get down to the nitty-gritty because a while back like we said we we did a we did a dual trip to reverie and we reviewed passion passion fruit kisses yeah Yeah. i don't know it was all right i wanted i wanted to like that more i i honestly did and i don't don't (coughs) being like an asshole just being like no this is a shitty wheat beer, which is like, no, it, it wasn't like there, there were, there were flashes of potential. Like the acidity from the passion fruit was there, but it was just so hard to find that someone as new to beer and really sitting down and like studying the beer. Like we obviously are super novices. So like maybe someone with a more pal- better palate can pick it up. We just couldn't do, but a beer like that is for novices. It's not right. a challenge. It's not a challenge of a drink. So no, I, it's not. It's not a Flanders. It's not a uh, Roush beer, or it's not a fucking old beer, or a, a old ale, or uh, someone's fucking, been reading, or uh, uh, or uh, I I had something there. I couldn't. Yeah, no, I've been. Dude, reading. it's fine. It doesn't matter because immediately after that, we 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 we, we took a trip to New Salem. New Salem. I just want to. I want to throw something out there. I'm probably at one point going to say something not New Salem. I'm going to say New Salem. Mm-hmm. And I've already told you, there's a song that I really like called New Salem. Okay. okay. Metal song. Yep. And it just, that, that comes to my head first. So if I say that, I know. Good job. We went to New Salem and I was excited by this because we, um, they built it. It's in, it's in Newtown and they built it where the old asylums were. So those who can't obviously see this because we're an audio <laughs> podcast, Tyler's got his light behind him rotating through all the colors. So he's just kind of having a psychedelic trip. Dude, like you're going insane, dude. Going insane in the membrane. Oh, the dude. Look at that. I'm a and it was crowded there. 
Yeah, dude, it was drum. We were outside and then we got a table inside and it was like less crowded, but it was very, very spread out. Like if you've been there, um, Newtown has a lot of land to give. It's one of the largest towns by square footage in the state, square mileage, whatever, whatever the, the, the measurement is. They have it's- a lot of rural area in Newtown too. They do. Um, so yeah, I think it's the old Fairfield Hills uh, Asylum. There's like a bunch of different buildings and it's kind of cool. Like you're kind of a part of history. You're like, wow, this is some, there's some probably weird shit that went down. Yeah. But there not a lot of wink. There wasn't wink. It was all good. It was all above deck. Wink. You know what I'm saying? Wink, 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 it. wink, 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 you know? Um, I'm blanking. So yeah, dude, I'm double wink. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we, we were outside. So at first you kind of like go, we parked and we like went around a corner and then like, you're kind of there. So there's a tent for like getting a reservation. And I guess yeah, now you had to get a reservation, which is not what was happening at Reverie. So yeah, it was kind of like, there was a lot of people trying to keep our distance, did a pretty good job. So we, we got a reservation and then we waited like only five, 10 minutes, which is nice. So we had, uh, I should probably pull up my untap, dude. No preparation, dude. Oh God. I don't even... I don't remember what yeah, I had. Yeah. Uh, that's why you're I, I think I was – wasn't I driving? Yeah, you were. I mean, you still had a decent amount. I think I had a beer. Yeah, you had like one or two. Do, 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 do. Because you're a new beer drinker. You don't like beer, so you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I don't think I logged them. Uh, I did. Don't worry. I did. <laughs> um, I didn't log mine. No, we had their wit. Um, the, that was the first beer that we had. Um, oh, and I can't remember what I it was liked called, it. I and I'm pissed. Withdrawals. Boom, baby. I liked it. I remember that. Yeah, I think we only had the one. Or maybe I – no, I didn't log the other one. Because we sat inside, and um, that was actually my first time and my girlfriend's first time who joined us. Shout out to Maggie who joined us. Who had, We had a really good time. It was the three of us. Shout out to all the pairs. Rick Ross. Boy. <laughs> you and, said shout out to that and just made, remind me of that. That's okay. And we sat inside. Mm-hmm. And that was actually my first time I've sat inside at a, at a place since quarantine or since pandemic. Mm-hmm. So that, so we weren't, I wasn't crazy eager yeah. to stay super long, even though Same. I didn't feel unsafe, but can we, can we just like talk about the inside of this building? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, because what a, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to repeat myself a little bit. And I know I say this a lot. Everyone who, pays attention on this podcast or heard me talk i'm kind of tired of the stereotypical designs of of breweries and that we get you know and i get it that you know they they try to take up spaces that um are available cheap and spacious enough to brew their own beer right but i you know it's the same aesthetic in a lot of different places they kind of add their own flair here or there but it wasn't until you get to like alvarium which was very fun and unique they really give it their own spin oh yeah um you know we even talk about the beerics which was unique because it really looked like a basement but like in the best way possible it was sick it was cool but and so it wasn't super fancy but in the best way Mm. walking into new asylum was amazing yeah everything they definitely look like they renovated it but the inside the outside is a brick building like you would see if you drove by fairfield hills and i was like I, i think i even made a comment while we were standing outside waiting i was like here we go again I hope we get to see the inside, but it's another brick building. And I'm like, blah, 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 but Jeff being stupid. We walk in and there was like marble looking buildings. Right. Thank you. So like marble looking archways. I'm not sure if it was real marble. Probably not because that's expensive as shit. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it could be real. Marble looking archways, 
uh, a dome-like ceiling, wooden pillars that kind of spread out throughout the room. Uh, the windows were big, um, tall. I, I, there's probably a name for those type of windows, but big, tall. Um, yeah. uh, s- help me out here. Uh, big, tall windows that really added a lot of daylight coming into the like, room. Yeah, they were the like building. half circle windows, if you will. Yeah. Um, uh, beautiful, beautiful interior. Like original, a 20-foot ceiling. A 20-foot ceiling, original interior, and it was beautiful. I, I loved New Asylum. And there was a fucking uh, pizza oven in there. Like, yeah, they made their own food. Attic pizza. Else besides pizza, or I don't know. I don't. Think but it doesn't so. matter if they're having their own like pizza oven over there. Like, what's happening? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, we walked in. and I was like, oh, I'd never seen photos of it. I went in there with like no expectation, um, and I was like, oh wow! Like you kind of walk in, and it's like this t- regular nine, ten foot ceiling like area that you walk like maybe 40 50 feet from the outside and then you're right in this like area and it's like whoa it's crazy so like they did a lot of work to it they did a great job um and we were like sitting there just being like oh man this is extremely unique while keeping the aesthetic of fairfield hills and loved it and the beer yeah, it has that it has that i don't want to say colonial because colonial gives it a sense of like more wood than there was but like think about like the inside of a congress building yeah like uh like right? late or, or like, 19, a, like early a, 19th century that like turn of like the a state building yeah very much like that beautiful um, loved it so if you haven't been highly recommend it i would like to go there at night not because of like the whole asylum thing but they had like lights sort of where it went from the straight part of the wall to the rounded part of the wall sort of like yeah, accent lighting beautiful. i would love to see that when it's dark out because that'd probably be sick we went in like had broad a, daylight yeah they had a stage was, on the inside too so there's probably uh live music yeah and it was also cool That's like so they had like a little like corner where they had the bar area and like some of the tanks and whatnot it was just kind of cool all around like really nice aesthetic and um definitely one of the more like unique breweries we've been to just in the past two years it was one of those like places where like you're like, oh, wow, this is very different. Like, this is extremely different. And props to them for taking advantage of a unique building, like an insane asylum, and creating something very awesome out of it. Can't hate I, it. I'm going to say right now, of all the breweries that I've been to, it is my favorite interior. My favorite design of, like, the aesthetic um, of the brewery. I, I love you, Alvarium. But I got to give it to New Asylum right now. But anyways, we got, we, we always, like we do, we went there, we picked out a beer. Tyler, yes. why don't you... Why don't you why don't you tell the people who can't read the descript the title of the episode? <laughs> yeah. So uh this is one of the beers that we didn't have there. We had withdrawals, their whip beer, which you gave a three seven five on untapped. And I believe I had therapy session, which is their pale ale, I wanna say. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Um I wanna say I did. Uh yeah. I don't remember. Didn't log it, so shame on me. But what we did get was flagpole. Flagpole, which is their flagpole porter. Porter, is, flagpole porter for everybody. It is 5% and comes in a 12 fluid ounce can. Not a pint, not something you see all the time. No, I'm happy yeah, this is yeah, here we are. today. Um, you know what, Jeff? Do you want to describe the can? I feel like you haven't described the can in a while. Uh, I'll do it. I'll do it because I fucking love it. I think it's great. Um, clearly, uh, so based on my description of and what the inside of the brewery is like, where they're located, 
and they take great pride in not just being here in Connecticut, but being in Newtown. Yes. Um, and Newtown being a very old town, even though it's Newtown. But it's you know, old, it, dude. I know. Good one. Thank Good you. One. But there's a lot of um, uh, beautiful architecture that goes through Newtown, especially yeah, on, yeah. on the main street there. You get these beautiful houses and everything. So oh, they yeah. take great pride in being in Newtown. And the flagpole porter is named after the famous flagpole that sits in the middle of Main Street. So they have a little thing here. One of the more interesting landmarks in Newtown, Connecticut, is the 100-foot flagpole planted in the middle of Main Street. Try not to hit it when you visit. We like it. Oh. <laughs> well, for those, for those who are very familiar with that flagpole, it is very large. It sits in the middle. There's a roundabout that goes around it. But to name your beer after a, a – if you're – even in the neighboring towns of Newtown, Monroe, Trumbull, Shelton, uh, all, and all Easton. the towns around it. Easton, thank you. Manhattan. You know, you know Chicago, the Chicago. Los so Angeles. Close, even closer. Dubai. Abu Dhabi. I was going to say Abu Dhabi. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the flagpole. So I think yeah. I always like it when uh, beers, breweries take pride in their location. Half Full does this. Yep. Yeah, they do. They have a whole like Stanford series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what we have here is we have um, like a, uh, a banner kind of on, along the bottom of it that is in a navy blue with uh, like a goldish font of Flagpole Porter and then New Asylum in like an archway with Brewing Company. And above that is where it gets fun. You have this, I don't know what you want to call this. It's like the top of a building. Like, like a Congress building almost. Like, like a Congress building. It's the tower of the top of a building. Um, coming off the top of New Asylum, and it has uh, a hop head thing. As like the dome piece. As the dome piece, and next to it is the flagpole. Um, and a nice little background of some, like a, like a top of a church, and a top of um, a, probably like a schoolhouse. I recognize yeah. that. So to the right of the actual tower with like the hop dome, yep. there's like, the, I know the Newtown, they have like a rooster, some form of poultry as like their logo. And I recognize this like church. So I think it's like things that are in town, which are really cool. Probably close, probably on Main Street since the flagpole's right there. Yeah, that makes sense. And I drive, the, I drive up and down Main Street all the time because that's kind of how I get to Danbury where um, my girlfriend's family lives. Right. But um, I just love that it's very colonial. It's very beautifully painted. It looks painted by the way, yeah, uh, the background. Uh, and I think it's beautifully done. I think if you're, it does a great job of just kind of capturing Newtown in a, in a really unique way. Does it, I, does it, excuse me, does it pop out at me if I was at a store? No, probably not. Yeah. I but mean, um, I think from what you're trying to accomplish, which is to capture uh, a, a portion of Newtown, which is the flagpole area, Main Street area, they nailed it. I honestly like the color scheme. It goes from like the, it's almost like a mountain kind of theme, like in the background yep. of all these buildings. So it goes from like it's dark a layered, layered brown to like burgundy to like dark tan, dark tan. And then it's like this, the horizon. And it's like almost like the sun speaking over the mountains. So it's Beautiful. like yellow red, right the horizon. And it gets like more blue. And I, I love that aesthetic a lot. So I saw this can, some of the cans they have, like they're a little holographic overall. I actually think the can design is pretty nice the logo like that they do is always this like tower with the hop dome on it um is that their thing is that new silent on most of their beers yeah the ones that are canned i feel like it always incorporates that main logo that you see um so like overall like it might catch my eye i have like a bunch of like beer labels on my beer fridge and i'm really holding this up next to it and being like oh would it stick out and i mean 
honestly, like it, it might make me catch my eye only because of like the sky blue. It's like a very like polarizing color that kind of draws. It's a very me. patriotic looking thing. You know, Super if you patriotic. busted this, you bust this beer out on the 4th of July, you fit right in. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of church, a little bit of state. It's the most patriotic thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of the warning, government warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. New Salem Brewing, Brewing Canned at New Salem Brewing Co. 36 Keaton Farms Avenue, Newtown, Connecticut, 06474. They also have a secondary logo right here. It's just the N, and it's yep. a fucking little uh, hop cone there with some vines wrapped around. You put that first, fucker on a hat. The first leg of the N, and then the second leg of the N. Uh, put that on a hat, yo. Yeah, honestly, I like the clean logo. It's nice. Um, I, I think it's something that's unique and different without being like in your face, like obnoxious or loud, um, which, you know, some labels are like that. But uh, yeah, flagship port. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's crack this bad boy open. This ASMR definitely isn't going to register because Zoom likes to cut the audio when it clips it. So I'm going to go first. Screw you, Jeff. Taking over. Sick, dude. I'm gonna do hard pour. Ooh. Oh. Pop it out a little bit, but not That's open. It. All right, now you can pop yours. I already did it. You suck. Ooh. You doing a hard pour? Yeah, I'm gonna regret that. I immediately regretted it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hard pours. your too. lead, and now hard pours take like a while, man. I mean, they're worth it in the end because the foam, the head on top, is a lot more condensed and consolidated so it jiggles a little bit and it looks really cool i got like, beer on my keyboard <laughs> you should not do that um so i'm gonna drink the beer i did i have a 16 ounce glass and i did like a hard pour to really because this is this was canned on june 16th it's august 13th today so it's like almost two months old so uh, and i'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm, i need to preface something so that storm that we had i lost power for like four days mm. and I didn't, I wasn't able to go and get ice for a while until the last two days. So for two days, this beer did sit in my fridge in very humid garage. Um, nice. So, you <laughs> know. Beer's it, in the heat, man. We, we, it was an uphill battle with both I, of them. <laughs> I know. I, I feel really bad. I, I'm not I saying know. that this is going to taste like garbage, but I will take that into account as I drink this beer. Yeah. Right, you just drinking, drinking it out of the can? I'm drinking it out of the can, uh, and I'm just letting the foam kind of settle here. I'm going to eventually just, like, fight through the foam. I'm gonna right, you're going to smell? Mm, yeah, I love so, the um, right I away, you some ingredients, but I guess that would be no fun. It's uh, water, uh, hop, barley, and malt. A.K.A. the Reinhaschkebit, which is the German law saying that all beer should include barley, uh, should only include barley, water, hops, and malt. How much you're doing there? Shout out to Don't Drink Beers and the um, Malkator podcast. They taught me that. Um, So, okay. Right away when you pour it out, like just initial smell, it's super malty. I I mean, not super malty. It's malty like a porter's malty. I love it though. That should be the first thing. You shouldn't be smelling hops, okay? If I've learned one thing in the year half of doing this, you shouldn't smell hops or drinking a porter. So That is lovely. Yeah, it's nice. So, it's 5%. So, it's light. Um... It's refreshing. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it really is, man. No, I was just trying to name adjectives that piss people off. 
It's, it's crushable. There it is. There's crushable. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Crush. <laughs> I don't crush. You don't crush porters. I'm not fucking crushing. Dude, you're just a you're just a loser if you don't crush porters. Mm. It's lovely. All right. So I like it it's a not lot. Too you're strong. Just... No, porters gonna be on the lighter side. I yeah. guess some stouts are too, but like this stout, this porter is only five percent. Honestly, like the more I looked into it, I don't think anyone really knows the difference between a porter and a stout. Like they're so small differences. I'm gonna Google um, it. Yeah, I. We're gonna get learned. Um, while you're doing that, um, I'll explain what I'm tasting. Please. Please. So I get like the like that little like cocoa little bitterness of that like almost that chocolate, if you will, but it's not like heavy and thick like a stout that is eight nine percent or a porter that's like eight nine percent. It's not heavy, so it's super light, but you still get that little toastiness, that little malt, that toast in the malt. And then you get like that cocoa bit from the like whatever that they use, either cocoa nibs or some kind of uh, malt that they're using. Or I have a little say, bit of an answer when you're ready. Boom. Uh, from vinepairwineblog.com. Okay. Uh, the only main difference many brewers still agree on is the kind of malt that should be used to brew each type of beer. Mm. Porters use malted barley and stouts are primarily made from unmalted roasted barley, which is where the coffee flavor most people associate with stout comes from. There you go. All about the barleys and the malts and the barleys. So it's like, I mean, it can make a big difference, but like if you're looking at a stout that's 5% and a porter that's 5%, you're not going to be able to really tell too much apart. Unless you're like, that's all you do is drink it. But um yeah like i know at reverie i had like a five and a half percent like milk stout which is really good obviously that's different because you throw in a little bit of the toast lactose my friend um and yeah it's gonna taste a little different a little bit more of a mouthfeel on it but uh yeah this is clean and this is light it's dark we, we don't talk about color enough but um it is dark brown if you hold it up to light um yeah you will get it's almost it blocks black. out the sun it will block out the sun yeah but this is your new sunblock. Just bathing this. Mm. Okay, I'm going to say this now. This beer is delicious. So clearly sitting in my human-ass fridge did nothing to hamper its ability <laughs> and bring me joy. Yeah, I feel like stouts and porters and beers that aren't as hop-heavy don't really – I feel like they don't get affected as much um, in, like, the heat and such. So, I mean, it's it seemed to be all right for me. I kept it in the – I kept it in the uh, fridge and it's great. So are you allowed to have a porter during stout season? That's a good Tom M question. We might get that answer. Uh, because Tom M does, does listen to this podcast. So Tom M, am I breaking stout season rules by having this? I don't know. Porters. I mean, it's not a stout. So I mean, technically no. Yeah. But like, what's the difference? They're like the same. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I, I, you know, I've had more stouts than porters. I've had some porters that are eight percent and they're hot. And, you know, it's like you know, sometimes you get them that they're on the boozier side. Uh, this is not that. Oh, it's this... like super clean. I think this is your, your. This is what a staple porter is. I don't think this is anything adventurous. There's no adjuncts in here. They're not throwing That's... lactose in it. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say, too, is that it's not super adventurous in that it's not challenging my tongue mm. in any way. No, it's not. Carbonation's good. Um, there is that still like that. You get that little 
bit of the zap on your tongue from the carbonation, not bad. A little syrupy, that, that toasty maltiness. This is like what a porter is. Speaking of lactose, by the way, I want to give a shout out to my friend Rob. I uh, just moved like back like 10, 15 minutes, like where I live now. He was living in another state, came back. We were college friends. He's getting into beer and he sent me this beer. Um, two of probably the funniest named beers. Oh, One's okay. called Trash Can Banger, um, which is, <laughs> it looks like an Astros uniform. And you know, you know, I'm about it. Uh, and it was, it was good. Like they, they special. it's from Departed Souls. If you want to look it up, if you're in the Jersey city area, um, go check them out. A great beer. They specialize mostly in gluten-free beer, but like when they add lactose in it, they're like, this is obviously not gluten-free. And they're, it's like hashtag, obviously not gluten-free. Like, and like this little subtext. But that was really good. And then I got another beer from them called Wubble Love Dub Dub, like the Rick and Morty <laughs> thing. And they, um, and they designed their like label very close to like the Rick and Morty logo to the point where I was like, I don't know how they didn't get like a little cease and desist. Um, it's Wubble Love Dub Double IPA. Let see that. Uh, I don't know if you have. But a lot of the characters, the there's characters on the side and they look like the Rick and Morty characters. I mean, does, does Walgreens sue the Washington Nationals for their W? It's a different W. Is it? Oh, it is the same W except the, the Walgreens. Wait, show me the Walgreens W. Just show me the Walgreens okay. logo. <laughs> I'm just going to show you. I'm going to show you. Um, why don't you give me more thoughts about this beer? Because we should probably stay on topic. But yeah, that's true. We also don't have to because we can do whatever we want because it's our podcast. That's true. It's our podcast, baby. Um, yeah, but I mean like this porter, I think the best way to describe each beer that I've had, I think about only like two or three from them. It's like the perfect like staple. There's nothing adventurous, nothing bad. Like these are done perfectly right. Um, and they're very enjoyable. You're going to go to New Asylum, you know what to expect. If you want a porter that's 5%, you want to support Newtown, Boom! This is right for it. So Show it's really me that funny. W. So really funny. I, I typed Show in me that W. Washington Nationals versus, and it said like uh, Braves, Mets, Walgreens, Yankees. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. Um, here you go. Oh wow, that's really close. Okay, so uh, for those listening, Jeff, just Google Washington Nationals versus Walgreens. I mean, it's pretty close. So the Washington Nationals is more of a straight up and down in its angle. And, it, and there's a tail off one side that curls around. Walgreens is a little bit more slanted, like italicized. Yeah. And it doesn't have that curl on the side. It kind of just flags out. But, I mean, you know they had to talk about it. Yeah, they're like, oh, hmm. They're like, when they were in that meeting, they're like, guys, I found the perfect logo. And like they show it, they're like, "Wait, did you just drive by that Walgreens that's right near the stadium?" And he's like, "Oh shit, that's where I got the idea from." They're like, "You know what? Looks fine to me." <laughs> like, you know what? You know what was a real mind fuck? When the All Star Game was at Yankee Stadium years two thousand nine, I think it was, right? Damn. Yeah. And for the home run derby, you know how they get like the jerseys for the each league, and it's in the design of the team that's hosting. Yeah. And they designed it after the Yankees like stuff. What was really weird to see was the national, the national league. So it's a national across the dirt chest. The N was the Yankees N when you see the N Y, but there was no Y. 
Was it really? I didn't. And it's that. very, very strange to see without the Y. I'm gonna pull that up for you. But you it's just that. weird. Like it's when you. I'm sure, like when you're designing logos and you're using certain fonts, like some some franchises, some businesses just own the font. They might actually own it, but they even if they don't actually own it, you can't use it because your your logo would be forever associated with a more established product right and no, that's yeah, sometimes that's, that's some things you just don't want that i feel like the yankees own that logo and they can just do whatever they want they, they probably actually actually own that font like they legally do. own the font they um probably. you sure i'll start they might i'm not i'm not saying that they do where well i think it was maybe 2010 dude we are crushing this right now doing what <laughs> just talk we're talking about baseball this is a beer podcast dude, i don't care dude we're talking about <laughs> logos dude you're wrong you're freaking wrong why don't they show it why is it so hard that's what she said let's see boom did you, did you find it nope oh my <laughs> gosh this is driving me nuts anyways this beer is delicious it's just not challenging me <laughs> it's not challenging you what do you mean by that well, like I thought, you know, when we when we want to review beer, we want to get the weird ones. We want to get so this is not like a, this is a porter, which we just don't do enough porters, so that's why we did it. But it's right. not like this is adding some kind of flavor to my mouth. It just goes straight back, right? And like that's what you expect when you get a five percent porter. I mean, like it's nothing. I'm gonna save this label actually. I'm gonna put this on my beer fridge. I actually like this a lot. I don't, I don't, know, yeah, why. I don't know why you're you're uh, trying to figure that out. Figure it out. Um, Dude, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, there, there is nothing adventurous. I think they're a brand new brewery. Like they only have a handful of beers that they make right now. Maybe 10, maybe. That's, that's just from untapped. Um, but, you know, that, I think that's what it is when you first start out. You kind of get your feet wet and you see, okay, what's going to work, what's not. And you maybe do a couple collaborations. Maybe you throw in a little lactose. Maybe you put in a couple adjuncts like a little key lime, you do a porter with hot chocolate and marshmallows and you just, you, you cheat a little bit because the marshmallows also counts as a little bit of like sugar and a little bit of lactose and mouthfeel kind of that same way. You also get the sweetness from it. So don't think I don't know when people add marshmallows, what you're doing. Okay. I'm up here. I know what you're doing. Okay. You're on that, you're on that feel man you can't trick him guys is what he's trying to say you can't yeah you can't him. man all you breweries i'm putting you on watch son just kidding i want everyone to put marshmallows in their beer um so yeah i mean this is i think if this is a score i should probably take my phone this out. is what i expected yeah you probably should i'm gonna let's see what am i gonna rate this hmm what are you hmm. gonna rate it tyler what are you even capable hmm. of doing hmm. i was also kind of like uh stalling because i really didn't know what to rate <laughs> <laughs> what to rate this right now um asylum hmm. that. you know what so to your point i feel like we've had kind of a devil's advocate here conversation for the most part we're on the same page but sometimes like highly rated yeah it is it's i think 3.89 there's like there's only been 113 ratings but still like it's not bad i got 3.9 3.9 oh i thought it was 3.89 3.93 Oh, never mind. Um, maybe that was from a, a random person rating that just came in. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I actually really enjoyed this. I think this is like sometimes being 
safe and not safe, but just being like, you know, a definition of the beer itself is a good thing. I feel like if there's nothing crazy and you know what it's, we like, you have an idea of what it tastes like going into it and you taste it and it's exactly that you kind of accomplish something. If it all of a sudden tastes like off, maybe it was a bad batch or something like that. That really isn't the case. And I feel like you have to almost appreciate that. So I'm pulling for that argument there. Mm-hmm. So this is just from a, like, this is a Porter review. Cause I, I try to do that. Um, I try to, I, I don't try to compare this beer to like Julius. That's not how I usually rate it. I try to look at it from every vertical. I look at how does this compare as a Porter? I think I'm going to start doing that more. Um, how does this compare to, and especially going back to Reverie, like if it's something with an adjunct of fruit or whatever, like I'm going to take that into consideration. That's why we didn't really rate it that high because it was fine as a wheat beer, but as a wheat beer with passion fruit, passion fruit wasn't there. Half the and shit if, wasn't there. And if you're so, putting a, a menu of beers together as a brewery, this would actually be a great question to ask the next brewery we get the chance to interview, which mm-hmm. is how many beers you got, you got to have your IPAs. Have to. You, you have to have. Got to have your, your Citra Galaxy blend. No, but no, like, but you, that, that's before you get more obscure. I'm talking about for the people who just show up to have a good time and like craft beer. Ooh, what a fun day. You Ooh, know, I'm going to have the wine. Like, so <laughs> you got to have solid offerings of those um, popular styles of beer. Right. And that's what this is to me. This is, they're like, we need to have a porter. We want, we want to have a porter on our menu. Um, and we made a solid porter. So when someone says, I want that because it's a porter, it's not like a porter plus toast. Like, toast. Yeah, it's not something crazy and weird. And that's good. That's, that they're, they're giving the people a solid offering, a very good solid offering of a very delicious style of beer that's not an IPA, which is exciting. Because I, I know there has to be. People go to these breweries casually, and they're probably right. tired of seeing IPA, double IPA, triple IPA. And they're like, okay, but I don't want that. So when they see Porter and they see um, a Wit or they see a Stout and they see all these other, other, um, other styles of beer, that's very exciting. And then they- A Roush oh, beer, a Flanders Red Ale. Uh, yeah, a, <laughs> but that's Landic, when you get weird. A Creek. And, but then they don't know what that is, but they may have heard of a porter. So it's more approachable, you know, like yeah. I don't think anyone's, I don't think someone's going to jump to a bourbon barrel aged barley wine that's been aged for 24 months in pappy barrels. That's not if fair. they're just trying to get away from IPAs. They're probably. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this, this definitely does it. And funny enough, I looked at your score. We actually had the exact same score. Um, so even why, don't you just, had, why don't you just deliver it then? I will. Uh, we're giving this a three, seven, five. Yep. So I thought about giving it a four. Um, it, for 5%, I feel like Porter's on the low end maybe start at four and a half. I could be wrong. Like on the super low end, 5% is like kind of right in the average. Um, why I didn't give it a four, um, even though it's smooth and light, I still want substance. Like, you know, I know it's like, well, with Porter's, you're, you're not going to really get that at much. And again, I'm like kind of scratching at, the fine details but that's what we do here um 
I think that the that initial malt did kind of fade away sort of fast. And all that's just being uh, taste blind after having it, you know, over the case yeah. of a 12 ounce can. Um, that sort of cocoa, that roasty note um, did kind of fade off a little bit. So that's kind of where I dinged it in my opinion. But like overall, like I said, comparing porters, you know, this is well above average and it's very, very enjoyable. So I think That's we split. really, really interesting though. We gave it the same score, but I'm, uh, my opinion on it is slightly different. Yeah, no, definitely. Because I would have given it a three, five. What made you bump it up? The can. I, nice. I, I mean, I thought this was a very solid porter. And yeah. I think that as a beer, and as an offering to people as they go to check out New Silent, which I please do because it's beautiful, yeah. especially when this pandemic subsides and we're able to really comfortably go out without yeah. restriction, um, please go there because they're going to have, they have plenty of room for great events. And it's going to be a great time. And you're looking for something like a porter. They're off, this flagpole porter is, gonna, is a great offering for people just to have, not even, don't even bother with a flight. Don't even bother putting it on your flight. Just get the can. Just get a glass. Yeah, you can enjoy it as a glass. Just, just go for it. And Here's it was, and it was that, and that's that's a three five to me. And I think the can design and um, what they offer there is just being very a pro Newtown, pro Connecticut in their design. Mm-hmm. I like a lot, and I that bumped me up. So it's really interesting that you actually went high and bumped down, and I went low and bumped high. Yeah, the reason why I didn't give it a four, once you start giving something a four, in my opinion, for a type of beer, we're saying go there for that beer. That's when you start getting that conversation. That's true. An IPA, anything like that, like that some makes people sense. throw out fours as their baseline, which is fine. Do what you got to do. I think okay. you kind of ground it in a good reason that's like two and a half is average. That is middle of the road. That's half a five. Right. So I think people give it like a two and they're like, this is basically a zero. It's like, no, the two five is still in the middle. So there's people I follow on Instagram, like a three nine is bad. And it's like, why? It's so high. No, that's that's phenomenal. Right. That's good. So in in our minds, you know, we do the, you know, typical 0.25 scale with untapped. So if you give this a four, in my mind, the reason why I give things a four, it's like, hey, if you are near the area, like go there, get this one beer specifically. Um, I'm not saying go to New Asylum and get the order. Like it's not like one of those things. Yeah, but if um, you're there and you want one, get it. You go to New Asylum just to see I couldn't, what it's like. I couldn't agree more with that logic when you creep into fours. Like, yeah. all right, so we'll just bring back a beer that that is very much we love greatly which was watercolors that yes. specific watercolors by skygazer double berliner weiss beer brew with pineapple mango banana orange passion fruit vanilla mixed sugar that which he has my head. He, it, no it was not you no nope, top of my head and obviously that is a limited release but if you're right your watercolors um line of beers i'm sure are reached close to that quality you would could tell somebody because we love that so much when we gave it four point, I forget what you gave it, but so high it's four, four point, seven, five, like almost a five. We were telling you go to Skygazer, go on their website and order that beer. We're saying yeah. that and right. like go out and find it. And for this, I'm not saying go out and find the Porter, but like you said, you're there you're enjoying the scenery, you're yeah. enjoying the inside. 
you want something, uh, you want something um, multi. Right. Here we are. Like that's exactly it. Um, like four seven five with Skygazer, that beer sold out in three minutes. Like that is that is the epicenter of that beer. Um, so I think go to New Asylum for the actual brewery itself because it looks awesome and it's super unique. It's very different from what we've been to so far. And you far. know what time? You know what? What? If they have a beer that's this solid, right? This good. Right. They might have something on their menu that is a four plus right. that is the that we just haven't had yet right and yeah um their whip beer i gave a 3752 i gave the exact same score for, so go for there the for their beer because it's yeah. phenomenal it's really good i'm in no way are we saying like you know just don't stay for the beer like absolutely go for it um so i think i stand by the 375 i'm, I'm glad i didn't go for a four because i almost gave it a four because i was like this is a this is what a porter should be so i'm going to give it a higher score but you take the consideration of the beer itself in comparison to the style of beer. And then you kind of zoom out and you also look at like as a whole, as the beer itself compared to the brewery, like, is it, you know, worth doing that? So um, as we get more into this, we try to refine the rating a little bit more. We have a baseline rationale behind each rating that we give and why something's a two in the twos or in the threes or in the fours. And I think this is, this actually became a pretty interesting reasoning of the difference between a three, seven, five and a four for us. And it's nip in the end of the day, it's nitpicking, but yeah, it's, it's a big difference. Really that. Um, it's a big difference. And so that is our review of flagpole. I was, I thought it said flagship Porter. Like it was their flagship Porter. And I was like, wow, hit the, no, you know, flag the pole, much man. like flagpole. Flag if you, if anyone, is from Newtown and they tell you they're from Newtown, they're like, we have a wonderful flagpole. It's like the second thing that comes out of their mouth and you can't tell yeah. me I'm wrong. So that's the case. Yeah. Um, there it is. New Silent. Boom. Cross off the list. Check. Another one down. Another one down. Um, yeah. Coming up, uh, we can't really tell you. And this time we actually can't. Like I know it's a brewery. It's a someone in Connecticut, but that's it. That's all we're giving you because it's Connecticut based. We really can't. Um, there's, what would you say? Like three or four interviews we're working with right now. Um, three. I think there's three solid ones that we, yeah, are there's three in the big. hopper. There's like 50, honestly, there's like 10, 15 interviews that we have in that have like either reached out to us or we've reached out to them and they have interest. So, um, yeah, it's these next couple interviews are going to be like awesome. And then we're really excited about it. And I think, as you guys, the listener, are going to be really excited about it, not because I'm being biased or anything, but like we had this conversation with one of these people that we can't say because we like generally want to like have them on the show. Um, so very excited about that. So be on the lookout for that. I think maybe the next brewery uh, might be Dockside or Aspituck. I think we keep circling around that. Um, I we haven't done Aspituck. No. Um, you know what? I I went to pick up a birthday present for you once. That was, That's why I went. You know, it's, I remember this clearly when you got it for me because it was snowing outside and you got me the four pack of Cosmic Siesta. And I like we were standing in my kitchen because that's when we were living together. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. I just remember the, I don't know why I remember that exact moment. But uh, yeah, I went there. I think uh, I just asked you, I was like, what beer do you want so bad, but you don't have? Yeah, I was like, oh, Aspidoc, because they had just opened up at the time. And I was like, all right, bye, I'll be, I'll be, <laughs> be my car. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like the labels a lot. Uh, I actually met the guy who designed the labels. He's a really sweet dude. Um, he's another person I really want to have on eventually. Mm -hmm. um, 
But yeah, I went there a couple weeks back with Rob and there's a lot of heavy hitters. I feel like a lot of people sleep on Aspatuck. I feel like a shit ton of people sleep on Aspatuck. Um, it's one of those ones that it's, it's in Bridgeport. It's right over the Fairfield Bridgeport line in Blackrock there. Um, yep. And it's right next to Blind Rhino. So it's, it's a pretty sweet deal and their beer is really good. So I've had like four or five from them and I've loved all of them. So we'll go back. Boom. There you go. Wrapping up episode 40 for you guys. Uh, we hope you guys are staying safe. We're still in a pandemic, dude. People don't forget. Schools are starting. Kids are coughing don't all the time. Don't even So, so <laughs> I work in schools. You guys all know that I've said that. Our schedule, as Tyler and I have talked about, will stay the same. About mm. how we kind of how we are very loose, but pretty consistent. Right. What the schedule is based on what how I how I have to go back to work and go into an elementary school where kids um, don't realize that their body is a really good way to block germs. Um, yeah. and personal space is like an option. Yeah, so yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> and yeah, dude, and, you're a frontline uh, soldier right there, man. So, well, we'll I'll, I'll, you know what? Stay tuned because I'll keep you updated. If you're ever like, what's happening in those schools? I can't say, I'll tell you what's happening. Oh yeah, dude. We're going to rattle the, the fucking Corona cage. Rawr! I, my fiance was working in the fucking emergency department when COVID was at his peak and I had to deal with that every day when she came yeah. home. So they, now you're getting the, the other side of it. So now you're going to see we'll how find out if we should even be there in the first place. <laughs> so that's it. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. As always, raise hell and praise Dale and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye.